Welcome to the Boom Boom Performance Podcast, your resource for science-based training and nutrition, data-driven coaching, and education-focused content. Before we get into this podcast, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen and learn with me so that you can apply what you are about to learn, take my strategies, use these tools, and finally have some serious methods to see sustainable success with your physique, your mind, and your life. This podcast was built on the foundation of applied education, and I'm excited for you to be here so you can have that experience with me. Now, without any further ado, let's get on to the show. Right, so today I want to specifically talk about training for performance, function, and aesthetics. And the, the main reason, not full transparency, the reason I want to talk to you guys about this is two reasons. Number one is because I see a lot of people who train for one modality, and that's great. You should The goal should be the goal, right? Dan John's famous quote, um, the goal is to keep the goal the goal, and I agree with that. You should have one main goal. If you're main goal is performance, make that your main goal. If your main goal is longevity, make that your main goal. If your main goal is fat loss or muscle growth or aesthetics in general, make that your main goal. However, there's no reason why we can't chase performance functionality, so like proper functional movement and aesthetic body composition change in the gym. There's no reason why we can't combine those things. And I would have you uh, uh, consider that your aesthetics, your muscle growth, your fat loss, your strength, all these things will actually be better if you complement those with multiple things. So instead of having a 12-week period where you just focus on strength or you just focus on fat loss or you just focus on performance and, and cardio or endurance or you just focus on building as much muscle as possible, I would have you consider that's probably best to implement a little bit of all of them. And I'm going to explain to you why today. Um, and the second reason is uh, because Black Friday is coming up. Today is Monday, and that means Black Friday is less than a week away. It's four days away. Black Friday, I am launching something that I've never done before. So uh, inside the Boom Boom Elite, where you can get nonstop access to my training programs, we have True Coach. We implemented True Coach, and we're allowing clients to get on a roster, and I'm taking them through the process, and it's been a really, really cool experience for them. And so what I decided to do is to create a 12-week program for people outside of the elite, so you don't have to commit to anything. And you can actually join this 12-week training program. So this is a done-for-you program. It's periodized. It's intelligently programmed. Everything is done. Videos, uh, programming, periodization, progression, accountability, support, everything. There is a fat loss oriented program and a muscle growth oriented program. Both of them are performance based. So we have perform and build and perform and burn. And I tweaked these programs to be 12 weeks and isolated for any individual who didn't want to commit to a membership site, but really wanted to experience my training, my program design and see a program that will allow them to perform better get stronger, move better, and change their body composition. Whether you want to burn fat or build as much muscle as possible, this is 12 weeks to take you to that point while improving your performance and movement patterns. And I've never done this before. To work with us, you have to be a member. It's always been that way. You either buy an ebook and that's it, or you join the membership site and or become an actual client. This is the first time I've ever done any type of, type of challenge or 12-week this or anything like that. And I'm really excited about this because I think it, it, it's come together and it's been years since I did this and I didn't want to create anything like this until I could do it 
absolutely perfectly until I could do it exactly how I would want it to, to be and, and gr create the program that is perfect for the masses, that gives you all the benefits and all the values and all the features that you need to be supported and to understand the program and for it to be delivered in the right way and have a really good user experience. And we have finally have that. So uh, this 12-week program will launch on Black Friday. So if you are not a part of my email list, you should jump on that. Um, if you listen to this podcast, I will announce it on Friday and there will be a link in the show notes then. I will announce it in my private Facebook group. It's going to be everywhere. I'm going to put it on Instagram. So I'm going to give everybody a chance to get in this. There is a limited amount of spots available in this 12-week program. Um, and I will be announcing it on Friday. Once the spots are full, I'm closing it. Um, we do have a good amount of spots, so I'm excited for people to jump in this, but it's going to be a 12-week program. Uh, you can do Perform and Build or Perform and Burn, which is going to be a fat loss or a muscle growth program um, performance-based. So there's still going to be a lot of performance metrics, and I'm going to kind of explain each category that is important uh, when considering training for performance function and aesthetics today. Um, and it's going to give you a good outline of what you can expect inside this program that will launch on Black Friday. So this is kind of just a teaser and getting you ready um, for what's going to launch on Friday. And I'm super excited about this because, again, this is going to be – it's a sprint 2020. This is going to literally bring you into the new year looking better, feeling better, and performing better than you ever have. And I've been working on this program for a long time, and I've actually tested it on certain individuals. Um, I have run both of these programs. So I actually ran the full body program, which is perform and burn. I ran that going into my photo shoot. And after I ran through that and I got pretty damn lean and shredded for the photo shoot, I tweaked some things that I, I felt like needed to be tweaked, um, not only to create more variation and, and make it easier for people to kind of substitute things depending on what's available in their gym, but also just things that I noticed that I wish I would have done along the way. So I tweaked that one, and then as I started reverse dieting uh, and getting out of that photo shoot to build muscle um, and increase calories, I switched to perform and build, which is the upper-lower program. So one is a split training. One is a full-body training. Both of them come with pre-programmed mobility, activation, warm-up, conditioning days, cardio days, rest, uh, restorative days. Everything is all done for you. But I switched to perform and build, which is more of a hypertrophy-focused program after this, and I've been running that. So um, I'm actually doing that right now. I'm at the tail end of it. Um, I've also tested this with Chad Gable, who is uh, an athlete in the WWE. He's a professional wrestler that works with me, and he's absolutely loving it. He built more muscle and strength on this program than he has in a long time. Like He's hitting crazy PRs. He actually gained a good amount of weight but he's still shredded. It's pretty crazy how the results he's gotten. And shout out to Jason Phillips because Jason Phillips does his nutrition. I do his training. We ran him through this program with a couple minor tweaks just based on his travel schedule. Um, and he's seen insane results. So you can kind of have, uh, this is your chance to jump into a program that has been tested on some of my high level clients. It's been tested on some of the members inside the elite. It's been tested on myself and it's, it's bulletproof. It's ready to go. It's, it's, Nothing's perfect, but damn, this is close. <laughs> like, I'm really excited about this. I'm excited for you guys to check this out. It launches on Black Friday. It is going to be ridiculously cheap. The price we are going to launch this is for, for uh, three months. It's 12 weeks long. For three months of programming, this price is ridiculous. It's It costs less than a cup of coffee a day. 
And I'm not talking about a Starbucks coffee. I'm talking about a shitty 7-Eleven coffee. <laughs> I'm not exaggerating. So this is going to be a ridiculously cheap offer. Um, I'm really excited to launch this because I've never done anything like this. Now, uh, but today's podcast is not selling you on that, even though that's what I'm doing right now because I'm excited about it. Today's podcast is uh, talking to you about the best way to train for performance, function, and aesthetics. So without any further ado, let's get into the podcast. The first thing we have to consider when we are trying to transform our body. I mean, when we talk aesthetics, we're trying to burn fat, build muscle, right? Recomposition, whether we are strictly focusing on fat loss right now and build muscle later, or we're focusing on building muscle now, burning fat later, or doing both simultaneously. There is kind of a a series of events. Now, what I like to do is periodize things a little bit differently than most. Now, there's a lot of people who like to set up blocks, and this is classic periodization. This kind of comes from a sport or powerlifting model, right? Powerlifting slash Olympic lifting. And this makes sense. We run through blocks, um, uh, accumulation, intensification, and then realization. And this is kind of the process of accumulating volume and then accumulating intensity, aka load, and then uh, peaking, right? That's the realization. This is where we peak, we test, we, we see what we've created over the last 8, 12, 16 weeks, and then we restart the cycle. Um, when we talk about aesthetics, this doesn't work as well. And we have to tweak things. And now you can do this two ways. For some people, it is uh, the same idea and you work in blocks. And this could be a way of going. It's kind of like a linear progression, a linear block progression. And we can do it to where we spend, let's say, four to six weeks just focusing on strength. So a little bit lower reps, a little bit heavier weights, really trying to build our strength. Then we spend four to six weeks with higher reps, really working on building volume now that we have this strength. And then we spend uh, four to six weeks testing, periodizing, accumulating more volume, kind of peaking, right? And then we repeat. The problem with this is, is when we come back to this strictly strength, low rep phase, uh, our nervous system has adapted to the higher volumes, the higher reps, and we kind of take a step back and we have to kind of restart. Now, you don't come into this super weak because you did build strength. However, you are taking a step back. You have to spend a couple weeks getting used to the strength training again, getting your body primed to it, and then you spend a few weeks in progressing and then you switch it again. I prefer to do more of an undulating, a daily undulating, a weekly undulating, a conjugate style method where every week we are going to expose you to different stimuluses no matter what. And the reason for that is because rather than spending a certain period of time doing more neurological training, a certain period of time doing more glycolytic and muscular training, a certain period of time doing energy system training, I want to train all aspects. And this is actually a good uh, a good theory as to why cross, some CrossFitters look just jacked and monstrous. Well, they train multiple multiple modalities at once. They have high volumes, they have high intensities, they have high energy systems, and they periodize these throughout the week. And the pro athletes that look really, really ripped and really strong, they fuel their body and they periodize this well along with recovery. So it's functional intensity. It's undulating your intensities. Um, I like doing that. So rather than periodizing it from a standpoint of, hey, we're going to spend the next four weeks working on strength, the next four weeks after that focusing on hypertrophy, and the next four weeks after that we might like add in some conditioning and just focus on that, whatever it may be, and you have blocks of focuses, I want to say this day we're focusing on this. This day we're focusing on this. This day we're focusing on this. Or today we're starting with this finishing with this. So each day you're actually working different things. So the periodization inside of the program we're launching on Black Friday and and a lot of the most successful training programs I run with people is we will work on strength, hypertrophy, and isolation. So it's more like strength, function, isolation, or uh, more actually like power, strength, 
hypertrophy. And within that is functional accessory work, functional isolation. Um, but now we're improving our movement patterns. We're improving our joint function. We're improving our central nervous system by being explosive, being acting as an athlete, being powerful. We are exposing ourselves to that explosive nature that our central nervous system thrives on. Then we are exposing ourselves to strength training, but we're not going overboard. We're not doing 10 sets of low reps. We're doing enough to stimulate maximal strength effort, but we're pulling back soon enough to not burn ourselves out. Because after that, we move to functional accessory. Let's move through dynamic ranges of motion and expose our body to a variety of movement patterns. This is where more variety comes into play, which I'm going to get in soon. And then we expose ourselves to high volume hypertrophy work towards the end of the session. When we're already accumulating fatigue, let's double down on that and generate as much fatigue on the muscle as we possibly can. And then... The days in between, we are varying our energy systems. We're not just doing low intensity. We're not just doing moderate intensity. We're not just doing high intensity. We're combining all of those so we can have a functional conditioning. Functional conditioning being we are working all of our energy systems, which is going to be more beneficial for athleticism, for conditioning, for fat loss, for metabolism, so on and so forth. It's going to be more beneficial for avoiding adaptation because we know that cardio can be adapted to pretty easily. So the first and first priority, the first thing that I want to discuss and what I've been talking about when we're training for performance, function, and aesthetics is varying our intensities and varying our, our volumes and in, in, uh Essentially, these stimuluses, the stressors, the adaptations, the exposures we are giving our body uh, more frequently. So instead of spending a full month doing one thing, we're going to spend every session and or every week focusing on multiple modalities. Um, the next thing is we need to activate properly. This is something I've talked a lot about over the years, and I see a lot of people get wrong. If you're going into a session, you can't just do some mobility and then go right into your workout. You also can't just go right into your workout. You also can't just hop on a treadmill and, and activate your core. You need to activate properly. So activating for a session is going to run through a, a, a few different phases. First phase is going to be getting your core temperature up. Studies show that you're going to perform at a higher level and you're going to have a lower risk of injury if your core temperature is just up. You got to get your heart rate up. You got to get the temperature of your body up. You got to get your core activated. This can be very simple. Hop on an elliptical, hop on a rower, hop on an assault bike, drag a sled, light sled marching, five minutes. We literally, it, it's basically just doing some cardio, but you're moving your joints through a full range of motion. That's why I didn't say treadmill. So a bike, elliptical, uh, a sled, rower, things like that, you're doing a lot of knee flexion, a lot of uh, knee and hip extension. You are doing uh, upper body movements. So you're getting your shoulders moving, your elbows moving. We want to move our joints through full ranges of motion while increasing our core temperature. So step one is, is do a little bit of cardio. Three to five minutes. You don't want to overdo this. You don't want to fatigue. You don't want to be sweating your ass off. It's just enough to get your body's core temperature up and your heart rate elevated a little bit. After that, we're going to run through some mobility. So depending on what you need to do for the day, maybe you're doing deadlifts, let's say. Deadlifts or squats. Well, I, I really want to do some trunk stiffness. More, th more than mobility, yes, uh, depending on the compound lift of the day, bench squat, deadlift, overhead press, we might want to do some hip mobility. We might want to do some ankle mobility. We might want to do some thoracic, some shoulder mobility. We might want to do all those things every day. But we don't want to do too much to where you're spending – 10, 15, 20 minutes just doing mobility. We want to spend five minutes. Get in, move the joints properly through functional ranges of motion, and then get on with the activities. We don't want to be in the, the gym doing that shit all day. We want to move on to the strength and power and, and build some muscle. But after we do that, we need to stimulate our core in a proper way. And this is step three. We're going to activate our core and activate the musculature associated with the compound lift we are going to use. So for example, 
almost always with any type of uh, compound lift, but specifically I would say deadlifts, squats, and overhead press because you don't have the bench support. Bench press, you could still argue for this, but you have the bench support, so it's a little bit different. You need to use trunk stiffness. This is why I love like the McGill Big 3. A lot of people hurt their low backs or don't have the right amount of stability because they don't ever practice resiliency in the core. They don't stimulate stiffness in their trunk. And what I'm talking about here is anti-rotation, anti-lateral rotation, anti-movements in general, anti-extension, anti-flexion. So it's your body's ability to resist a movement or a type of resistance against your core. So this could be a tall kneeling, uh, tall kneeling pal-off press, a split stance pal-off press. It could be a uh, pull-through in a plank position. It could be a bird dog. It could be uh, a side plank with a row or a rotation. The point is, is you are in some type of stability or plank or uh, uh, stable position, and you are avoiding some form of rotation, whether it's lateral or literal rotation. So when I'm doing a side plank plus row, my torso wants to rotate, my hips want to rotate, and I have to resist that. That's creating trunk stiffness and resiliency. This is a game changer for athletes to create power and avoid injury. So we're going to do that. And then the last thing we're going to activate is going to be the musculature associated with the compound lift. So if we're doing a squat, I want to fire my hamstrings. If we're doing a deadlift, I want to fire my lats and my glutes. If we're doing a bench press, I want to fire my lats and my upper back. If we're doing over press, same thing, lats and over back, upper back. But no matter what, now I'm taking my muscles, I'm sorry, I'm taking my joints through a functional range of motion by activating the muscles that are going to support the movement I am about to do. So I'm not going to do push-ups for a bench press to quote-unquote prime the bench press. I'm going to do face pulls and rows and pull downs and things that are going to activate my upper back, my lats, my rhomboids, my psoriasis interior, all my rowing and my stabilizers inside of my shoulder so that when I bench and I have a heavy bar in my hands, I'm stable, I'm strong, and I can press and, and work through a full range of motion. If I'm doing a deadlift, I want my glutes firing and my lats firing. If I'm doing a squat, I want my upper back working for that rack on my back. And I want my hamstrings working so I can get into a de deep squat without banging up my knees. So now we've kind of gone through this entire activation warm-up series where we go uh, warm the core, prime the joints, prime the muscles, right? And it works, I'm sorry, Work the, uh, warm the core, warm the joints, warm the core, like as in the stiffness, the, the stability of your core and your trunk, and then we are going to prime the muscles. And we go through this four-phase series, and then we get into the actual workout. And this is something, again, I'm implementing into all most of my programs, period, but it, it will be in this program that's launching on Black Friday, Perform and Build, Perform and Burn. Um, and the cool thing about the, the Black Friday program is when you get to the download page, you get to kind of like choose your path, which is a really cool thing. And it's kind of like an adventure mode. So I'm excited about that, the way we set it up. Um, but next we go into being explosive. Every athlete needs to be explosive. And I think that a lot of people chase body composition. They chase fat loss or hypertrophy and they forget to be explosive. But when we're explosive, we're doing a few things. First and foremost, we're firing our nervous system. Something that goes as we age is our ability to be reactive, and that is a function neurologically. It's a function of our nervous system. Um, this is why actually even with elderly people, I'm doing ball slams, ball throws, explosive things because I want their reaction time to not be delayed because that's going to help them live longer because if they trip and fall, they're going to catch themselves. But for people who are 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, and they're just trying to build muscle, look lean, 
burn fat, it's still important to move like an athlete and move explosively. Now, that doesn't mean you need to have 200 pounds on a bar and do a snatch overhead. It means that you need a light dumbbell and do a dumbbell snatch. It means you need an eight-pound med ball that you can throw or slam or push as hard as you fucking can. It means that you need to go from a dead stop to an explosive jump onto a box. doesn't mean it needs to be the biggest box in the world. It just needs to be an explosive movement that's reactive. What this does is is going to fire your nervous system and prime your body to be stronger. So we're not going to sit here and do explosive work for 20 minutes. We're going to do it for five. We're going to do three sets, four sets of like two to five reps. Not a lot, but it's the act of moving quickly and explosively that sets your nervous system up to build more muscle. Now, what this is literally doing is when we prime our nervous system, our body is recruiting more motor units and muscle fibers. So the fact that we're recruiting more motor units and priming our nervous system means that neurologically, whatever we go into next, we're going to be stronger with. So if we do an explosive med ball throw for three sets of three, lightweight, doesn't tire us out, but it fires our nervous system up, gets us moving explosively, our body starts recruiting more motor units, it primes us to bench press heavy. We're doing the movement of a bench press by throwing horizontally with a ball or doing a plyo push-up, for example, and we're being explosive. We're not fatiguing. We're being explosive, and our nervous system is going to handle the bench press way better. I've seen people hit PRs on a bench press just by doing this or a squat with a squat jump or a box jump, a deadlift with a horizontal broad jump, right, an overhead press with a jerk or a slam, the opposite movement of a, of a – a, of a press slamming the ball down works really well as well, but we're being explosive. The other part of this is that it actually helps our body recruit more motor or muscle fibers, and so does the the strength lift at the beginning. So when we do that, when we move into higher volume hypertrophy work, we are recruiting more muscle fibers, and we are more likely to build more muscle tissue in the type one and type two fibers versus just the slow twitch because we're doing higher volumes. Um, now. We've gone through the warm-up and the activation. Now we've gone through these explosive movement patterns that prime our body to be more uh, to be more powerful, to be stronger, and to build more muscle, literally. Now we move right into the power lifts. Um, and I'm big on this. I don't think you need to spend hours powerlifting to be a competitive powerlifter, but everybody should be doing some form of the powerlifts. Even if you can't do a barbell bench press because you have banged up shoulders, you should still be bench pressing with a neutral bar, with dumbbells, something. The point is, is we are using these compound lifts to build strength. Even if you're on a hypertrophy program, it is very important to incorporate low rep training. And inside the program, you will see an, uh, a a very specific percentage pattern. So we will test week one, and then as the weeks go, we're, I'm not gonna give too much away, but there's a very specific pattern to the progression and periodization to almost guarantee that you are going to be lifting heavier every single week and you are going to hit bigger PRs by the end of the program. And the point of that is, we're not doing just tons of strength work because our goal is still aesthetics, but at the beginning, we are working on strength. We work on power to be athletic and explosive and prime our nervous system, and then we move right into a few sets of heavy loaded power lifts, bench, squat, deadlift. We're going to work on those overhead press too. We're going to work on those. We're going to build strength in them. We're going to get resiliently strong and build dense muscle with those. And our main goal there is to just lift heavier as we go. Once we have lifted heavy, we move into the next phase of the program. And this is where we start doing functional movements uh, within our accessory work. So now we are implementing some kind of accessory. And this is where we see more intelligent variety is what I like to call it. So we might be doing stiff leg deadlifts, hip thrusts, lunges, Bulgarian split squats, step ups, one arm rows, croc rows, elevated renegade rows, pull downs, uh, landmine presses, 
push-up variations. These are all accessory work that is going to build muscle and improve our movement pattern to increase our weak points and imbalances on those compound lifts. But when we do these, we can increase the variety on them. The bench press needs to stay the bench press week after week after week after week because that's what's going to allow us to build skill and neurological adaptation to it to get stronger at it. We can't change the variety in that too much. However, with the accessory work, we can. And this makes it a lot more exciting because every week you're getting something new. However, you're doing it intelligently by keeping the movement pattern the same. You see, we can work in a horizontal push in a million different ways. Weighted push-up, parallel push-up, dumbbell press, dumbbell floor press, single arm press, landmine press, incline press. There's so many variations. We change the variations every two to three weeks to stimulate more novelty. So we, like, let's say this. We have one week we're doing a dumbbell floor press. Week two, we increase the dumbbell floor press either by load or volume. Week three, we change the variation of the horizontal press. So now it's novelty. So every few weeks, you're getting a new stimulus from something different. Not only is that mentally motivating and fun because you're getting something new and it's exciting, but it's also that novelty factor that leads to a little bit more muscle damage, a little bit more... Um, a little bit more of a push on the muscle, the stress of the muscle, and there is a factor of novelty that is going to help us improve and build more muscle. So we have intelligent variety within these functional movement patterns. That is, that's our accessory work. So we've gone through the warm-up phase. We've gone through the activation uh, in all the priming phases. We've gone through the explosive athletic work phase. We've gone through our compound strength power lifts. Now we've moved on to these functional movements that are our accessories that build up our strength and build muscle in the process while creating novelty to keep our mind stimulated week to week to week, which is a really, really big thing. And this is kind of where the art of coaching comes into play because people don't know how to create intelligent variety. Still building strength, still building muscles still progressing these movement patterns but creating variations that stimulate novelty to keep you motivated and excited about the gym next we move into increasing volume um, through this is where isolation work it's still functional movement patterns and there's still some intelligent variety within these two but we're increasing volume as the weeks go in these isolation towards the tail end because by the time we've gotten to this part of the session we've done quite a bit We've activated, we've warmed up, we've been explosive, we've built strength, we have worked on accessory work. We've done a lot and we're starting to get fatigued and that's okay. Now we incorporate functional isolation work that is very low risk and we can take close to failure. This is where we completely fatigue the muscle. So lateral raises, curls, leg extensions, close stance squats, leg matrixes, complexes, uh, EDTs, AMRAPs. Things that are very low risk, so I feel comfortable taking clients through these exercises, knowing that they're probably going to fail, they're going to burn their muscle out, they're going to create a ton of fatigue, they're going to create a ton of metabolites, lactic acid, really take their muscles to the threshold that they can handle while never really risking injury. It's not a barbell back squat. You're not going to get hurt doing this, but you're going to fatigue the shit out of the muscle. And there's a very, very good point to bringing your muscle to the point of failure because when we get closer and closer to failure and closer and closer to maximal fatigue, we generate more muscle damage and more stimulus and more stress on the muscle to actually allow it to break down, repair, and grow. And not a lot of people are doing enough of this or they're doing this in areas that are too risky. You shouldn't be going to failure all the time on a bench press or a back squat or a deadlift. That's sketchy. 
but with lateral raises and complexes and curls and leg extensions and, and squats and uh, like goblet squats and, and leg matrixes and lunges and leg curls and these different variations that I can safely take you to failure, we're going to do that. And we're going to stimulate novelty by changing the load every single week and in the volume every single week. So we have an accumulated fatigue in the session and over the weeks. So week one, we might start at 10 reps to fatigue. 15 reps to fatigue, 20 reps to fatigue, 25 reps to fatigue, 30 reps to fatigue, deload, repeat with a new movement pattern, right? And we use different modalities and equipment along the way, kettlebell, body weight, um, drop sets, mechanical drop sets, bands, uh, accommodating resistance. We use these different things that, again, stimulate your mind, stimulate novelty, but allow us to take you as close as possible, if not all the way to literal failure and maximal fatigue without ever injuring you and without delaying too much um, delayed onset muscle soreness. So I don't want you sore for days on this. I want to use exercises that limit the soreness long period, but maximize the fatigue short term in that session, right? The the thing that we have to wrap this up to kind of cap this all is within this whole thing frame, we have a monthly progression scheme that makes sure no matter what, every single month you are stronger and you have more muscular endurance than you did the month before. Meaning you can lift heavier, you can lift more weights, and you can actually take exercises further um, from a volume perspective. You can do more reps in this bodyweight movement, this dumbbell movement, whatever it may be. You have more muscular endurance. You can actually handle more lactic threshold, more lactic acid accumulation, this acidosis. You can actually accumulate more metabolites and handle more of a pump, a longer burn. You can go through these things um, month to month more and more and more. And that's an intelligent progression scheme that allows you to periodize things properly to build muscle, increase function, and improve all your energy systems. Not just power, not just strength, not just muscular endurance, not just hypertrophy, all of them. Conditioning, everything. Sustainability, um, oxidative sustainability, so like endurance style cardio, 20, 30 minutes on a rower, things like that. But also be able to max out on a 10 second assault bike burst better than you ever have in your life. So my goal with this program that we're launching is to improve people's function and performance on all spectrums of energy systems and strength and power and, and muscle hypertrophy and endurance, uh, but also show how this is going to create the best aesthetic physique you have ever had in your life. It's going to train each energy system. It's going to train each rep range. It's going to train every modality, and it's going to do so while transforming your physique. And I'm really, really excited about this. But this outline that I've discussed today, in my opinion, it's the best way to train for performance function aesthetics. And it's something that I got really passionate about when I actually started being able to work with Chad Gable. Um, so shout out to him. Like when I got to start working with a, a WWE wrestler, and it was somebody who was like, hey, I have to stay lean because I'm on TV. Um, I, I need to be strong because I'm wrestling big motherfuckers and I need to get big because I need more muscle. It's like, okay, so you need to perform, you need to get lean, you need to build more muscle. How the fuck do I do this? And I kind of coined it as performance bodybuilding because that's what it is. It's performance bodybuilding and it's the best way to create performance, function, and aesthetics because he can't be injured. He can't. This is his livelihood. So I created these programs in this way of training individuals based on the idea of improving performance while saving function to avoid injury and improving aesthetics as a whole. Lose fat, build muscle. And now you can get access to that at the Black Friday special. So please stay tuned for Friday. It's going to launch to the public. I'm super excited about it. And, uh, and take notes from what I said today. If you've got to listen back and start implementing some of this in your programming, 
it's going to be a game changer for you and your clients. I can guarantee that. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks. I seriously appreciate you spending this last hour or so with me, educating yourself to get better results. It still humbles me to this day that people around the world literally have me in their headphones or their speakers just to learn. It's so empowering, and because of that, I have three quick things for you. The first one is a personal favor. Please leave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. When you do this, not only does it help me learn and get better at making podcasts for you to get better results, but it helps us grow inside of iTunes, which allows us to invest more, again, to get you better results. The second thing, head over to boomboomformance.com slash sign dash up or click the link in the show notes to get your free copy of the Nutrition Hierarchy. This is everything you need to know about nutrition to change your body composition or performance inside of a manual. I take the leading evidence inside of research and all the principles, methods, and tools based on some of the top professionals in the industry, and I put them all in a book so you can learn more about your nutrition and get better results. The third thing, this is a personal invitation to shoot me a DM on Instagram or email me at cody at boomboomperformance.com. I will help you troubleshoot anything you need. This is literally an invitation to jump in my inbox and ask me anything you want and let me help you. All right, guys, that's all I got for you this time. I appreciate you being here and I'll see you next time.